You're listening to the podcast for Asbury United Methodist Church. Join us every Sunday for worship at 8.30 or 10.45. Find out more at asburybosier.org. Good morning. It's good to be with you as we continue our series, Ugly Christmas Sweater. We've had the star of peace, the tree of hope, and today is the manger of love. Our ugly sweater today is Manger Things. And if you've seen the Netflix series Stranger Things, then the sermon has already been told to you. We have two scripture lessons for you today. The first is from the Gospel of Luke, the first chapter, beginning with the 26th verse. Let us hear the word of the Lord. It'll be on the screens, it'll be online, and it's also in your Bible. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great. He will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, how can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son, And this is the sixth month for her who is said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Our second reading is also from the Gospel of Luke, the first chapter, beginning with the 46th verse. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed for the mighty one has done great things for me and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him. From generation to generation, he has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy according to the promise that he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. We must be at peace with ourselves, our neighbor, and our God. And this peace 
offers the framework through which our holy imagination can hope for a new tomorrow. This hope that blurs the lines that we like to draw. But love, love begins to not just blur the lines, but to turn everything upside down. Yesterday, I had the great fortune uh, to help Candy Jett and her family uh, at Downtown Friends yesterday morning. Uh, with the rest of the youth group, we gathered, and thank you for your angel tree gifts. We gathered those gifts together, Briley Smith and the rest of the youth group, and we uh, offered uh, warm clothing to our friends who live downtown. Uh, and if you don't think that miracles still happen, just keep in mind that teenagers showed up at 8.15 in the morning on a Saturday morning to love their neighbor. We gathered these gifts and we passed them out and we offered them and we got back in the car and I was with uh, Isabel and Anna Lee, my 13 and 11 year old daughter. And uh, I told them, I said, guys, I'm, I'm so thankful for you and proud of you. Thank you for helping the homeless today. And my sweet 11 year old Anna Lee said, wait, 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 wait. They were homeless? I said, yeah, baby. And she said, but, but they were so nice. First, this reminds me of the man and the woman in the garden after they ate of the forbidden fruit and they hid from God. And God was walking in the cool of the evening and called out to them, where are you? And the man said, well, we heard you coming and we were afraid because we were naked and ashamed. So, so we hid. And God's response to them, God's first words to them are, are, are quite profound. God didn't say, you should be ashamed. God didn't say, you should have hid from me. God didn't initially say, why did you eat of the fruit of the tree? No, God said, who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you should be ashamed? Who told you to hide from me? Who told you that the homeless weren't nice? Even at the age of 11, we like to build a framework of the way that we believe the world should be ordered, the way that the world should work. One of the great blessings of being a parent is beginning to see this box that we have built. We've been talking about building a box the last couple of weeks. One of the great blessings of being a parent is beginning to see that box that you have built break down and be transformed. And it was beautiful. But then she asked me a question, which started to break down my own box. She asked me, Daddy, why are they homeless? And of course, I gave you know, the grown-up answers of, well, you have to consider uh, how expensive housing is, and maybe someone lost a job, and they couldn't pay rent, or there are addiction issues, or mental health issues, or maybe they just cannot live in community with others. And she said, no, 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 no. Why don't we just build them a shelter and charge them like a dollar a week? She wasn't asking, what's wrong with them? Why are they homeless? She was asking, what's wrong with me? Why are they homeless? She was asking, 
church, why are there homeless people in your city? What is wrong with the world that in America there are still homeless people? And those kind of questions kick you in the gut, don't they? Now, it may be easy to dismiss that kind of question. Well, it's not that easy. Uh, She's so young. She doesn't know how the world works. But if there's any truth of the Christmas story, it is truth that God seems unconcerned about the way we think the world should work. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what kind of greeting this might be. Mary was perplexed by the angel's words. And I giggle a little bit with that. She wasn't perplexed that there was an angel there (laughs) talking to her out of nowhere. No, she was perplexed And what the angel was saying, she was perplexed that God had favored her. Who else in your life might be perplexed that they are favored? If there's nothing else of this sermon that you pick up, hold on to this. Who might be surprised that they are loved? Who might be perplexed that they are valued by God? or by you. I do wish we might live in a world that no one is surprised by being valued and counted as God's own. She goes on to say, how how can this be? How can this be? I'm a virgin. And there are several ways of reading this question. On the one hand, Mary may be questioning the biology of it all, right? Gabriel, I don't know how it works in heaven, but here on earth, When two people love each other very much, there is an information exchange. But this also echoes the prophet Jeremiah. God came to Jeremiah and called Jeremiah to be a prophet to the nations. What was Jeremiah's answer? I am too young. How can this be? Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations Jeremiah replies, Lord God, truly I do not know how to speak, for I am only a boy. I am only a young boy. How can this be? I am just a young girl. And the Lord said to Jeremiah, Do not say I am only a boy, for you shall go out to whom I send you, and you shall speak whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you. Then the Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Now I have put my words in your mouth. Now the Spirit will be upon you, and you shall conceive a child. Do you see the parallels? See, today I appoint you over the nations to Jeremiah to pluck up and to pull down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant Mary echoes Jeremiah after she travels to see Elizabeth, her her cousin, who was also pregnant, pregnant with John the Baptist. And Mary, in poetry, 
responds to meeting Elizabeth by saying, God has shown strength with his arm and scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things. And he has sent the rich away empty. This incarnate word of God is set to turn the world on its head. And we celebrate these words from Mary saying that we will finally be lifted up and we will finally be given good things. And then a young girl asks us, Daddy, why are they homeless? And that's when you realize it is I who need to be scattered. It is I who need to be brought down. It is I who needs to be sent away because we never assume that we are Rome in the story. We never assume that we might be the Pharisee that is being rebuked. The manger, the manger is the throne of God and it is disarming. We hear that the Messiah will be the Lord of Lord and the Prince of Peace and he shall reign forever and ever. And then like the shepherds, we go to Bethlehem and we see a child wrapped in swaddling clothes and we are amazed and totally disarmed. Stanley Hauerwas writes, to be human is to be vulnerable, but to be a baby is to be vulnerable in a manner we spend a lifetime denying. That's the thing about love. Love reveals when pride has gotten the best of us. Love humbles us. But love also never tires of making sure that we are known by God, that we are valued, and that we are loved, and that we are precious, and that we are God's own. This last thing. Soon, uh, Tracy will be singing a song. It's called You're Here by Francesca Battistelli. She was going to sing it at the 1045 service, and I, 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 I cashed in a favor. <laughs> and I said, the 830 needs to hear this too. It's a song about Mary holding the baby Jesus. And it's like the song, Mary, Did You Know, but it's a thousand times better. Uh, much love, if that is your favorite song, much love. Uh, mia culpa, mia culpa. Hear the words. You're here. I'm holding you so near. I'm staring into the face of my Savior, King, and Creator. You could have left us on your own, but you're here. And then this is the line that gets me. I don't know how long I'm going to have you for, but I'll be watching when you change the world. I look at your hands and they're still so small and someday you're going to stretch them out and save us all. Mm. Peace helps us build a framework so that we have the holy imagination to hope for a better tomorrow, but love is disarming. Love is dismantling. Love unveils the sin within us that needs to be redeemed and love is the vehicle through which they are. Love believes all things and bears all things and it never ends. How can this be? Mary asked. 
And the angel said, because nothing is impossible with God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Holy and loving God, your grace is truly amazing. Your love disarms us and surprises us and catches us unawares. Your love also holds us together. Your love also heals. And your love never ends. Father, may we be stewards of love in this hungry and thirsty world. Help us to be the hands and the feet. The hands and the feet that we first saw in the manger, saw outstretched on the cross. And then those hands that blessed us as your son ascended. May we love as you love us. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen.